Sex Archie. And yes, we are psychic. Apparently. We should make a career out of this. Yeah, that's right. We're a Riverdale recap podcast with an impeccable record of prediction. Yeah. And this week, we're here to talk about Chapter 29, Primary Colors by James DeWille, directed by Sherwin Shalati. And what an episode it is. Everything got advanced. Yes. And some, some, there were some twists, some turns, some surprises. Uh-huh. Some confirmation. A lot of confirmation. Oh, yes. So let's just get going. So the episode uh, opens where we left off mm-hmm. with a voiceover from Jughead saying that one sheet of paper is all it took to confirm the dangerous stranger <laughs> Betty let into the house. Betty is just poking the hell out of this this folder she has in slow motion. Yes. <laughs> Very dramatic. Uh, and she's just tearing into Chick about like, who are you? You know, why don't you have Blossom blood? Who are you? And he's like, well, of course I don't have Blossom blood. I'm not a Blossom. She's like, no. Blossom blood is Cooper blood. If you were really curious, you probably should have checked him against your mom too. That's That's the main thing there. And not just the family of your dad's grandpa so these things get diluted she she goes yelling for her mom alice just comes clean with he's your brother he's not hal's son but (laughs) i'm his mother uh so he's my son and he is a part of our lives and his father will not be a part of our lives and it doesn't matter who it is so could you please stop harassing him in the middle of the night betty i raised you better than this Because she did only test it against Blossom Blood, our theory that he's just someone else entirely can still stand. Still plausible. Yes. Alice she, does give him like this hug though, and he just gives Betty this creepy ass stare of like over her shoulder, proudness, yeah. like ha ha ha, mom likes me the best. Hart Denton is a little too old for any remakes of The Omen coming down the pipe, <laughs> but he's auditioning anyway. Oh yeah. Just in case. Yeah. Maybe Damien's a teen this time. Maybe. Hal is interviewing Hermione Lodge for their paper. Mm -hmm. Hopefully there's like a little conflict of interest disclosure. By the way, the subject of this interview owns this newspaper. I would hope so. I would hope so. We can dream. So she's telling him all about the prison and the jobs it will create. And the stability. And how we're going to take the prison money and put it towards education. Well, maybe if you paid your taxes, we could already pay for education. How about that, Hermione Lodge? And the whole time I'm just like really confused why Kevin's there with Veronica. Like, why is Kevin watching this? (laughs) Is like his dad around the corner or something? No, no. Kevin is there because Veronica is giving him a special treat because Mm -hmm. Bravo's Andy Cohen is there to endorse Hermione. Playing himself, Andy Cohen. It's really weird when these crossovers happen of like real things and not like... This is the first time they've had like a celebrity cameo as themselves. Yeah, it's weird. 
if you can call Andy Cohen a celebrity. Like you, what? you might not know that Andy Cohen's an actual television host until he opens his mouth and it becomes clear he can only speak like a television host. Yeah, that's when I knew, and I was like, <laughs> I think that dude vaguely looks familiar from something. Yeah, he he has a talk show. He's he's presented a few other things for Bravo. Kevin is is getting his pictures with him, <laughs> and uh, Hermione's talking to Veronica about how campaign won't be easy you may be seen as the enemy but we'll get by you're a bunch of people that haven't lived here for like 20 years and are coming in waving your money and taking over everything yeah Yeah, you're the enemy imagine that amazing (laughs) uh over at the andrews household uh fred is reading the story in the paper the next day Mm mm-hmm and Archie comes in and is Real all... Real softball interview. Like, Hal is just lobbing up up there. Yeah. <laughs> He's nodding and smiling uh-huh. at every answer. This is uh-huh. not hard-hitting journalism. No. Uh, and Archie's just like, well, Dad, you think the prison is bad, but, you know, they really thought it through. They, they really thought about this prison. <laughs> and Fred's just like, fuck you. Why do I have such a dumb son? <laughs> Uh, by the way, I'm going to sever God. ties with everything to do with them, this wh- which includes you. That's what he should say, is yeah. it includes you. You're just, just get out. Go live with them. All ties gone. Only business ties. Business ties. He's trying to, to divest that 20%. He's trying to get out of the, the Sodale building contract. Mm-hmm. It's all of it. Whole kit and caboodle. So at school, uh, Jughead is grilling into Veronica like, did you know about this? Mm -hmm. Did you know about what's going on? And of course, Betty and Archie are like, of course she didn't know. They deny on her behalf while she just sort of sits and and gently squirms. Yep. Uh, So Jughead announces that he is going on a hunger strike to protest Southside High closing, which Archie laughs in his face about. Mm -hmm. Because he's such a good friend. Yep. But it's because the uh, Jughead has an a insatiable appetite. So how could, of all the protests, how could he do a hunger strike? This Jughead doesn't eat that much. Right. 29 like, in. Like, this is a very tell-don't-show appetite. He's going to have a hard time with the coffee. <laughs> the lack of coffee will be a big yeah. thing. He eats slightly more than Betty Cooper in this show. So then... uh. Ethel comes up to the table mm-hmm. and says, this is for your crimes against Riverdale. The ones you have like done and the ones you are still doing, we find you guilty. And, and you th- are sentenced to be in an episode of Glee. And she throws a strawberry milkshake straight on Veronica. You are sentenced to delicious lactose. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so then Veronica's in the bathroom cleaning off and Betty's in there. And Betty's just like, you know... Ethel went through a lot of trouble to go to Pops and then, like, bring that all the way here just to throw it on you. She probably got two. One for the road, one for the throw. Well, it is the only place to get a milkshake in the town. I would have gotten three. A practice throw in the parking lot. Yeah. One on the road so I don't eat the two I need, and then one to throw in her face. It is unfortunate that they do not have a 7-Eleven like in Glee because (laughs) Slurpees are a lot cheaper than milkshakes. And they stain more. But we're trying to support local businesses instead of the lodge. Oh, no, we're trapped. Especially if you get, like, a blue raspberry. Like, that it will never come out of her outfit. <laughs> Betty's talking about how, like, weren't you angry? Like, I'd be, like, ready to rip Ethel's head off. No, no, my mother says, you know, now is not the time for drama. 
deep breaths, keep smiling, and now's turn the other cheek. Now's not the time for drama, so Riverdale is taking a six-week hiatus. Uh, <laughs> in in the hallway, uh, Reggie is Biggie. Bi- Biggie. Reggie is Reggie is being portrayed <laughs> by Biggie Smalls, who's back from the grave. Reggie is busy hanging up a poster of himself that says, "Vote, vote for him." He sees Veronica coming. He's like, "Hey, I heard you got a face full of dairy." I got some nuts to go on top of that shake. <laughs> Who puts nuts on a milkshake? It's not an ice cream sundae. If it's like peanut butter, I, I like don't the know. little garnish, so you know what flavor it is. <laughs> peanut butter shakes and peanuts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or Reggie's balls. God, he's gonna get frostbite. <laughs> <laughs> There's whipped cream. It's not as cold. <laughs> Very intimate frostbite. You might get stabbed by the straw. Be be careful what you're putting in your mouth. Okay, you, you definitely want to keep your eyes open. <laughs> But he's he's giving his uh, campaign spiel. This is apparently a, some prepared remarks as, yes. as his voice goes all fuzzy. And then his nuts get roasted because Veronica is pretty salty. Reggie says also talking about the prison mm-hmm. and how uh, like how much you want to bet your dad's going to be the first inmate, mm-hmm. which is a great comment. <laughs> and even when the sound's all fuzzy and you can barely hear him, he does say something about like, will they have a women's wing for your mom? Yeah. yeah. And then Veronica decks him in the face and yeah. he falls down. One punch. Yeah. And then and she's like, oh shit, that's not keeping low and smiling. <laughs> Uh, over at the the blossoms, uh, Cheryl is asleep, but then her like door handles being messed with, and someone's trying to come in her room, and she like throws a chair in front of it mm-hmm. in terror. And the next morning at breakfast, she's talking about it, and her mother's like, "Oh, get over it. It's not what you you just imagined it." Yeah, no one's trying to break in. And then uh, Penelope has a special tea brew. That Uncle Deer starts to pour for Nana with its own theme song? This tea has a theme song? Well, also, Mama Blossom says that they should really get down to letting uh, Claudius take over Nana's share of the syrup company. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not dead yet. Oh, here, have some of this tea, our special blend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then at the uh, lodges, Veronica is... is kind of putting on an act that everything's good drinking my decaf it's all fine her parents ask if she's gonna punch another boy (laughs) and then veronica tears into them that well maybe if you would have made things right with ethel's dad and offered him a job Mm -hmm. she wouldn't be pissed at me do we know what ethel's dad's like career plans are like we know he needs a job but that doesn't necessarily mean he wants a prison job i'm pretty sure he probably doesn't want to work for the guy that like put him out of business or like made him lose his job i wouldn't go back into business with someone that was involved in me going out of business (laughs) it seems a precarious position and also we don't know if his skills align with anything this prison needs. Veronica announces to her friends that she is running for school president. Mm-hmm. When Jughead is pissed and calls her out on the fact, well, your parents are taking over the town, so of course you're going to take over the school. And Archie says that he's grumpy because he hasn't eaten. <laughs> and I'm like, Archie, he was living in a movie theater. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's still like... Probably eaten more food even during his hunger strike, <laughs> time frame wise, than mm-hmm. he was while he was living like in a movie theater. Does popcorn count as food? They inventory that shit. He couldn't keep stealing it. Yeah, yeah. He he would just like lick the glass to get the salt <laughs> and and the fake and butter the fake grease. Butter, yeah. yeah. 
He's living on fake butter calories. That's why he's got those bags under his eyes. That's no good. It's all fake butter. It's like the the chemicals of it building up. (laughs) He's been pickled inside out. So then Veronica wants Betty to be her running mate. Yes, as the Thelma to her Louise. And I'm like, hold up. Does she know what Thelma and Louise is about? Has Veronica not seen this movie? Probably not. Because, no, they're not. They're just not. Neither of them is Thelma. That's 100% true. Yeah. They haven't watched The West Wing, so they can't come up with any reference there. (laughs) So Betty agrees, all happy. Mm -hmm. Jughead is not happy about this. Then over at cheer time, Mm -hmm. uh, Tony is... Tony's joined the squad, and she's... I'm not sure if this was her audition or her, like... An expo of some kind? Initiation dance, or just like, hey, show us some choreography. I don't know what this was, but she's dancing for everyone, and they're all watching. With yellow pom-poms on her feet. Yes. 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 Very important. Yes. Oh, yay! So glad she's joined us. So it's not an audition, because, like, she's already in? (laughs) Very confused. But Veronica tells everyone to go except the inner circle of cheerleaders. You know who you are. And it turns out they're all of the named characters. That's who they are. Yeah. Uh, Cheryl's saying that it's time to celebrate Tony joining them and that there's going to be a sleepover at her place and everyone should bring a fancy dressing gown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One bit I do like is that Veronica's like, yeah, I'm an inner circle vixen, and Betty looks really confused. Like me? And yeah. And Veronica huh? just sort of, like, tugs her by the elbow of her shirt. Like, yes, yes, you're included in this. <laughs> so, oh. that's, that's sweet. Yes. Fred and Hermione have a conversation about splitting up the company and how they need to get their lawyers involved. Mm-hmm. Some business chat, you know. Hiram talks to Archie and is all like, can you tell me about Jughead's hunger strike? Well, Mr. Lodge, he's decided not to eat for, like, a while. I'm not clear. Uh, So then Hiram goes into a big thing about how Jughead doesn't think about the real world, but he lives in the real world. The timeline needs to move ahead, and you need to handle Jughead. Why is this man so terrified of one teen skipping lunch? (laughs) Oh, no. That Jughead, he's going to be the death of me. (laughs) He's on my lawn again. (laughs) Jughead has proven himself as a very capable, like, thorn in the side of the powerful. I don't see why he's so scared of him. Yeah. So Archie and Jughead are in the diner. Mm -hmm. Jughead is is furious (laughs) because... Hiram's plan is to tear down Southside High by the end of the week, and you need, like, six weeks' notice to the public about this. Yeah. And it's like, who the hell did he pay off? And uh, he asks Pop for another water. Mm-hmm. Get me another one. Glass down. <laughs> uh, I'm drowning my sorrows. I might literally drown. <laughs> yes. Don't drink too much. And Archie's just like, why do you care? Like, why do you care so much about the Southside? You only went to school there for, like, four days. You do remember I lived there, though. And he still does. I, the trailer park is in the south side. It seems like... That's, the- that's where my family, the last time we were together, mm-hmm. before we were split apart. Also, this community that he's risen to a leadership position in. And his, his friends who accepted him. Unconditionally. Without all this rich asshole bullshit. And, like, it's the only place left. Like... 
I'm so angry at him this entire episode. He's so bad. He's just awful. Like He's so, like... His slide into this dedication to Hiram was fun to watch, but now that he's, like, wallowing in the, the depths of it, it's not fun anymore. He has no empathy for anyone else, and he's just whining about himself and, like, why no one understands or, like, sides with him and the rich people. Yeah, it's it's rock bottom, and it's a place he needed to get to, but I'm glad there are other plot lines in this episode. Yeah. <sighs> but I did love this moment because it is such, like, a Jughead calling him out, yeah. like, what the hell, man? Open your eyes. Have you forgotten my family has been torn apart? <laughs> and I'm from the other side of the tracks. And no one's liked me. <laughs> All right, maybe we'll get Lori Metcalf to explain to him. <laughs> um, she should have won the Oscar. Jughead also is like, I can't believe like your dad's siding with them. Well, no, he's not. I'm just not siding with my dad. <laughs> and uh, Jughead goes into a very long metaphor about how they're, they're two trains running in opposite directions on the same track, and they're just going to crash into one another. Foreshadowing. It's just a matter Ooh. of time. Uh, then meanwhile, over at Cheryl's. It's a brush train, baby. Honk, honk, brushing hair. Yes, they are. Mm -hmm. And Tony's hair is getting brushed by Cheryl, who's is getting brushed by Betty, who's getting her brushed by Veronica, and Josie's brushing hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a straight line, so there's no lupin. No. Maybe they're going to turn around later, and, and Betty has to figure out Josie's hair. You mean Veronica? Yeah, Veronica has to figure out Josie's hair. I don't think she's going to allow that. No. She's like, no. No. Only I, professionals. I have a stylist for this. My mother's best friend. She's like an aunt to me. Do not touch my hair. <laughs> well, I think Tony's on the one end because she's like, I don't brush other people's hair. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> I don't. She's like, I don't. I don't do this. No, 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 I don't. I brush my own hair. I don't. What are we doing here? <laughs> Sorry, I forgot my teddy bear too, you children. So Cheryl, though, then gives a speech uh, like, attention inner circle and cousin Betty. <laughs> She's, she tells them about how she's terrified of being alone, which is why she's actually invited them there. Mm -hmm. She's living with a stranger. She is in mortal peril. And that she's afraid she's going to eat poison. <laughs> she also calls Tony Titi. She's all about the, the initials. Yes. And then Betty talks about how she is also does not want to be home and that there's a stranger living and in her Betty, house. Betty, don't make the poison party all about you, okay, yeah. Betty? I'm also like, Betty, you brought that on yourself. Yeah. Cheryl's life instead has been invaded. Yeah. You, you got buyer's remorse for recovering your long-lost brother, or is he? Is he? Maximum half-brother. So so then they go to bed, and Cheryl and T.T. are sharing a bed. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is in, like, blankets and sleeping bags around the floor. Yes. I guess because, like, the party's supposed to be celebrating Tony, so that's why she gets to be in a bed. No, I think they all know why. <laughs> I think we're all cool with it here. Cheryl uh, whispers to, to Tony, the truth is she didn't want to invite everyone else. She just wanted to invite Tony, but her mother would never have allowed that to happen. Mm -hmm. So, she excuse. But then there's this huge crash. <gasps> As they're about to smooch. And they all... Smooches interrupt us. And they all run out in, like, slow motion, and Nana Blossom is on the floor. Sprawled out with her wheelchair behind her. Yes. 
outside with the ambulance. The paramedic is saying that the fall should have killed her, but she's a lucky bird. Nana Blossom cannot die. And because she's a ghost. And uh, Claudius is like, yeah, she she is. Disappointment. Yeah. Disappointment. That she would die. That's a pretty red flag, right? Like the paramedic should be dropping a line to their, their friend in the PD. Yeah. Yeah. This is when Cheryl realizes that Claudius is wearing uh, Clifford's pajamas. Well, it's not like he had access to nice silk pajamas out at sea. Well, I'm more so like, why did you move fucking Clifford's pajamas (laughs) out of the burnt house to the garden house? Those were his cottage pajamas. pajamas. (laughs) He left behind cottage pajamas. Cheryl tells Tony, I think they pushed her. So then over at the Andrews household... Mom's there! Mom comes there! Mary's home! Welcome back, Molly Ringwald! Yeah! We missed ya! Uh, And so she gives Archie a big hug, and uh, he's like, I didn't know you were coming! She's like, Fred called me! And he's like, yeah, I called in the big guns for contract stuff! (laughs) He does know a lawyer pretty well. Yeah, and she's really happy about going to bat here. She's like, (laughs) yes! And Archie's trying to defend the lodges and like, well, they're good people and blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, shut up. We know yeah. them. Ar- they're rich jerks. Archie has a real problem with coming under the, the thrall of criminal adults. Yep. Season one, it was his rapist. Yep. Season two, it is Hiram Lodge next year. We'll see. Yeah. So at school, Veronica is doing a kissing and cupcake booth to raise money for her campaign. You get both. I would go either or, personally. Yeah. Yeah. But... You raise more money that way. You you spend less on cupcakes. Yeah. And then she sees Ethel, and she runs after Ethel because she wants to talk to her. And Ethel's like, sexualizing the election, are we? Which, like, her big campaign against Reggie is that he's a a misogynist ass. Which, like, yeah, but... she's just selling her own ass now, apparently. Yeah. It's not a great look. It's... And uh, so Veronica's all like, you know, I just want to say I'm sorry. And like, your dad should expect a call from my dad with a job offer. So we're all good, right? Kisses. I swear to God, if I had my bike right now, I'd be back with a chocolate milkshake in seven minutes. <laughs> Jughead is having a, a meeting with the other serpents during the their- Swords and Serpents the, Club. Yes, yes. Their, their, he, their third annual meet, or their third meeting, I guess, of the school year, maybe. He gives another impassioned speech about honor and, and, and loyalty and responsibility to their people and, mm-hmm. and the, the uh, indigenous people that, that came before and, and bequeathed their traditions. And that it's their time and it's their fight and, and they need to go to war. And if every meeting is like this, I'm amazed people still come <laughs> to Swords and Serpents Night. Archie um, gets lunch with his mom at Pops, of course. And she's like, so I I just, you're not being led astray, right? <laughs> and he's like, well, Veronica's an amazing person. Like, yeah, I know. She has boobs and a butt. Everybody's she, seen she's that. She's great. Butt. Yeah. But your dad's great. How old is the sticky maple? Like... <laughs> Is she aware of this? Was that around when she was a teen? Right. She should have asked Archie if if he got her sticky. Ooh. Mapled it up. Ooh. Uh, So Betty comes home and uh, Chick and Kevin are hanging out. Mm -hmm. And uh, apparently Kevin came clean to Chick and they continued to talk. And Chick knows that they were like, 
catfishing him. Technically not catfishing. Technically no. Betty makes Kevin leave. <laughs> and then she she's like, don't you mess with my friends. What do you uh, mess with? We're just being pals. We're internet dating buddies. We're sharing cookies and milk, you, you paranoid nutbag. And then goes into about how they're brother and sister and they share the same darkness. And she's like, you know nothing of my darkness, but you will. <laughs> Veronica tries to make amends with Josie and like, you know, I'm so sorry about things. And she's like, you fucking stole the pussycats. No, no, no. I borrowed them. Well, at, like, okay, at first off, Josie, both... they, like, kicked you out. Yeah. At... Second, probably shouldn't have done that, Veronica. But, like, neither one of you can argue about this. I see that they do have common ground in considering Valerie and Melody property to to be passed around. Yeah. And not artists with their own agency. Yeah. Uh, so then... Uh, Veronica goes into about how she wants Josie to be her celebrity endorsement and that, you know, she knows this guy named Andy Cohen and, you know, if if Josie wants, like, a walk-on role in the show... Mm-hmm. Uh, or a, an interview spot on, yes, on his talk show. You know, like, they can figure things out. <laughs> the Lodges talk a big game about being uh, wealthy socialites, but they don't know any real celebrities. No. Mama Andrews and Papa Andrews are at negotiations, and Mary's just kicking ass with yeah. it. She knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're talking some terms, and Hermione brings up fairness. Oh, well, if you want to be fair, we can just have a complete and total release of the contract terms. Ta-da! <laughs> it's a short scene, but it's like, yeah, you lawyer it up. Yes. Um, so then Hiram gets a call, and he immediately calls Archie, <laughs> and uh, who rides off on his bike. What happened to Andre? <laughs> Is Andre dead? And the whole thing that's happening is that the Southside Serpent teens Mm -hmm. have chained themselves to Southside High. uh, And Archie shows up and is like, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. Chuckhead's like, well, we're we're not going anywhere. So, like, go tell your boss. Yeah. That's a good dig. Mm -hmm. It's like, I know you're freaking working for him. You're a little dog. Not enough actual little dogs in this show. The actress who plays Tony, mm-hmm. I want her little dog oh, to be in yes. it. yes. She has the most amazing little dog. Yes. And there's like an ama- a great picture that came out, I think, from when they were filming. Like, it's her and Sweet Pea in this picture, you know, on set. And she's holding her dog. And they're both making, like, serpent tough guy faces. And the dog has this, like, I'm going to fuck you up face going on. <laughs> and it's this little tiny, like, seven pound dog. Aww. And it's just got these eyes that are, like. Yeah, come at me, bro. It's great. So over at the Cooper household, Betty is trying to burn Chick's baby hair face off. Please, please don't (laughs) set Chick on fire. Uh, For one thing, those are nice sheets. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she's holding a lighter to his face and... uh, She's just flicking it on and off until that wakes him up. Yes, and then she's like, hello, brother. You're not the only one that can scare people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to bring you down because I catch bad men and I caught Clifford and the Sugar Man and the Black Hood. And you know what they all have in common? They're all dead. Consider yourself warned. So stop having milk and cookies with my best friend. And giving weird looks to me. Stop, stop staring weird. You know, if he just would smile once in a while in a friendly way, yeah. we wouldn't be having these problems. <laughs> That's all it is. Uh, so Betty goes to to the chain gang mm-hmm. uh, at Southside High and is all like, why didn't you call me? I would have brought y'all blankets. 
and has a, a, a talk with Jughead about how, uh, are you sure you're not going to get rested? And he's like, oh, you know, if Keller comes in here and manhandles a bunch of teens, that would actually be good because yeah. then maybe people would pay attention to what's going on. A lot of protest strategies are helped by being visibly arrested. Yeah. Yes. Betty needs to read a little, I think. Yeah. Also, we have protection. And he points in the distance where there's just a bunch of, like, adult serpents hanging out and, like, watching. The dad crew. Supervising. Chaperoning. Yeah. 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 Everything's fine here. We have adult supervision. Yeah. Also, this is the scene where I noticed Tony is chained up. And I'm like, oh, man, Cheryl planned this wonderful date night. Yeah. It's all ruined. She's got enough problems. Then at school, uh, we are having, I guess, like, the... The campaign an announcement, mm-hmm. uh, and Josie is giving a testimony about uh, Veronica and how like Veronica and Betty have my vote. Uh, Isn't that right, ladies? We got to stick together. You know, we all got to vote and be heard, us women. Then Josie and Veronica sing with Archie playing the guitar, which is really not the right foot to get off on for your campaign. But it gets worse. Uh, then Ethel begins passing out these flyers, and the flyer is with Veronica's image with, like, little devil horns, and then a whole lot of information about all the secrets of her family's business and stuff around mm-hmm. it. So everybody is just flipping out and making disgusted faces, mm-hmm. and Veronica doesn't quite know what's up until Ethel makes her way all the way to the front of the room, and she yeah. gets her own copy of the flyer. She's like, where'd you get all this information? Does it matter? It's the truth, isn't it? Oh, so now the students of Riverdale have a choice between the world's biggest asshole and this uh, uh, pro-prison heiress. Yes. I think a lot of the kids are going to go home and and not vote. And uh, Veronica's all like, but I said your dad would get a job. Yeah. That's a bribe. (laughs) Fuck you. Uh, So then Betty runs out, and Kevin's live streaming the whole thing, of course. And uh, Veronica runs after Betty, and Ethel thanks Josie for the intel. Josie's like, yeah, well, the lodges hurt a lot of people, so we girls got to stick together. That's right. I mean, both of their their parents' uh, careers have been ruined by lodges and fairy scheming. Yes. Chickens are coming home to roost. Yes. I love that they made this connection. Yes. Betty's in the bathroom and Veronica runs in and Betty just tears into her about how like you acted like you didn't know about Southside High closing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, Veronica's like, what was I supposed to do? My parents. No, you could have said no. Or yeah. you could have told us what they were doing. Yeah. Or anything. Anything at all. Uh, anything to prevent Betty from lying to protect her. Yes. Just the day before. Betty's like, I can't run with you because even if I believed you, I cannot trust you. She's, she's out of the race. Veronica goes home and uh, Hermione digs into her mm-hmm. because she now found out that she was running for president, which like they were like, you got to keep your head down low. Uh, running for president and also had the, this salacious flyer come out. Yes, because weather be called. Mm-hmm. And then Veronica breaks down. She just wants people to stop looking at her like the criminal that she knows they are. Honey, if you don't want people to think you're a criminal, don't run for office. Also, don't go along with the criminal activity. Being elected to anything is the surest way to make people think you're a criminal. Yes. Uh, So then Betty goes home. Alice and Chick are there and Alice just immediately starts yelling at her about like, did you sneak into your brother's room to torment him with a lighter? And why do you have this wig? 
Technically, yes. And for a play. I'm doing a play. Oh, she wears that to have sex with Jughead. Says Chick. Yes. There's, How would you know that? I didn't. I just guessed. There's the, the blocking in the scene is so good. It's Chick is sitting at the, the dining table uh-huh. and Betty's in the other room uh, with Alice standing between them. So she's constantly looking back and forth between them. And whoever she's not looking at is shooting these very meaningful looks at yes. the other sibling. Yes. It's so good. So Lily Reinhardt remains the king of meaningful looks. Yes. <laughs> So then Alice is freaking out about Betty and Jughead having sex and like, is it true? Costumed or not, she's very concerned. Yes. She's like, yeah. And Alice is just like, (laughs) huffs off with a wig in her hand. The most glorious huff. (laughs) Oh, then there's there's such a good scene. So FP goes to Southside High. And Jughead is the only one there at the moment because everyone else has unchained themselves to go get coffee and warm up. Mm-hmm. FP has brought burgers for everyone. A dozen burgers. He got the fat sack. And he's like, well, I guess these are all for you. And throws them at Jughead, who just stares at them. And he's like, come on, I won't tell anyone that you broke your hunger strike. Just eat some burgers. <laughs> what if instead he just threw down one of those force feeding tubes like, it's okay. I'm going to make this look good. (laughs) I'll tell everyone I held you at knife point and made you eat this burger. I got you, kid. So they're sitting there and they're eating their burgers together. And uh, FP tells Jughead how Hiram called like immediately Mm -hmm. and was talking about how in addition to some the housing, these apartments they're making, there's going to be some penthouses. And one of them will have room enough for the whole family. People don't buy penthouses in low-income buildings. No. Maybe that's why there was one unsold to give to the Joneses. Maybe this is more realistic than I'm thinking. Yes, just what I want. Stand on the balcony and look at the prison and for for Jelly Bean to grow up and know that she will work at the prison. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, what'd you tell him? Hung up on his ass and went and bought burgers. And I'm just yes. like, and then yes. there's like a good like little little father son like just just moment. people just people talking about prison is enough to make him a good dad. It's yeah, he's trying so hard. It just takes the littlest nudge. <laughs> Family dinner at the Andrews household. Mm-hmm. Mary brings up the fact that she was hoping to see Jughead while she was here. Uh, Archie just goes in about how, well, he's at Southside High, chained up like a lunatic, fighting against the lodges like an idiot. He's one of these cowards that doesn't believe in vision, in the future, in progress. And Mary just tears him a new one. Archie's idiocy is going to heal his parents' marriage. Yes. They're going to kick him out and then be like, wow. We're so much better off now. Let's let's make this work. Yeah. Mary talks about how this sounds like he's talking about his father yeah. and talks about how it made, like all the stuff Fred has done. Breaking rocks in high school so he could build a future, so he could realize a vision and so pay for the take food of, on your table. Yeah. He has a vision or for the town and it doesn't involve everyone working in a penile colony. Penal colony. Pena, not a penile. penile colony is what Reggie's plan is. 
he has a plan and it doesn't involve everyone working in a penal colony. I'm sure that after he shook it off and tried to stand up, Reggie did have trouble becoming erect again. You're going to keep that in, aren't you? He's just stumbling around. Anyway, so Alice is like, you can side with whoever you want, but you will not disrespect him. <laughs> oh. Well, you're or not the- Alice. Mary. Yeah. Mary says all this, not Alice. Mary. But- Come with me. Uh, so then at the Cooper household, Alice does go up to Betty and is all like, well, are you guys being safe? That's all I want to know. Are you being safe? Yeah, Mom. Look what happened when women in our family aren't 100% of the time. Chick uh, happens. Yeah, so Alice does talk about how she knows how alluring the Jones men are. <gasps> like, <gasps> is FP Chick's father? She says absolutely not, which might mean yes. Jury's out. <sighs> I really, really, really hope that's not where they go with this. It seems... It seems like it's where they are. But that, at the same time, makes it seem too clean and easy. Exactly. So I really hope that's not it, because that's too obvious. Like, they've obviously had a fling, but did their fling produce young when when they spawned downstream? I don't know why I'm talking like this. <laughs> It's like, everyone's been wishing for this, and I do love this, like, F.P. Alice tension stuff. F.P. Alice tension is great. Chick and Jughead having to figure out their their half-siblingness is a fun angle, but I don't know if that's worth closing off all the other possibilities. It's not. And I want him to be, like, something else entirely. Okay. He's a pod person. Alien body snatcher. He is a skin job from Battlestar Galapatech. Child of the cult. Maybe Alice was in the cult for a while. He's entirely made of corn. <laughs> yeah, so Alice tonight says, no, no, he can't be, but he's a member of our family. And yes, he's weird and he's creepy. I, I see it. I'm not dumb, but he's a p- member of this family. Um, and Betty's like, but he's dangerous. Like, yeah, but he needs us. Mm-hmm. She she is reminding her mother of the the dead shady man. Yes. Yeah. Who's really chick. So <laughs> I'm going with. If that's true. I want that to be a bird. Maybe this chick just has a vial of that dude's blood somewhere. So when he flosses, he then like dips it in there. That is disgusting. <laughs> so at the hospital, Cheryl is by uh, Nana's bedside. She hasn't left this whole time. And uh, she she goes up to the doctors to see if there's any update. And they have found that there was a tannus root in her bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Which means she is part plant. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, for Cheryl, it means her family's been poisoning Nana. Oh, I thought it was a tie into the Betty and Veronica meet Harley and Ivy miniseries. Yeah. yeah. The doctor has apparently already talked to Mama Blossom, who's like, oh, yes, we catch her chewing on those roots all the time. In the garden. She just chews on roots. She's part squirrel. <laughs> the official line is that both this midnight snack behavior mm-hmm. and her trip and fall were accidents caused by a, a sundowning syndrome in her old age. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she'll, she'll be going home soon. Things will be fine. And Cheryl is like trying to be like, no, no, like she can't go home. You don't. And then Mama Blossom comes in and Mm -hmm. like cuts Cheryl off before she can tell the doctor, like, my family's trying to kill her. (laughs) 
And I want to have some quick uh, costume notes. But uh, Cheryl is in this wonderful knit cherry sweater. Mm -hmm. And I do have to point out that uh, the hospital's uniforms have completely changed since Fred got shot, what, six weeks ago in in real time, in showtime? Well, because what we don't know is that the lodges have bought the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Betty goes to Chick and she's like, okay, so how about a truce? And he's like, why would I Why would I do that? You just want to get rid of me. She's like, well, if I want to do that, I'll just go to the sheriff and tell him about the dude that you killed. Which is not a great idea, and Chick lays out exactly why. Yes, because he never touched the body. He never touched the phone. He never touched the car. She says he never touched the body, which means he didn't kill him. I Yeah, I, th- I think we're going back to yeah. Alice is the real uh-huh, murderer. Uh-huh. But yeah, so he never Just touched... Just something else we called. Actually, the, I think the, the best thing we called is that Hal is the killer. Yeah. Still possibility. Uh, never touched the body, never touched the phone, the car. Called numbers or went to the sewer pipe like someone. Uh, so maybe I should call on you, huh? Maybe I'm sc- not comfortable being here with you. Uh, you scare me. Blah, blah, blah. Chick just, like, lays into her. She is capable of some very scary things. Yes. So then Mama Blossom and Cheryl are driving in the car, and uh, Cheryl's like, I think I figured it out. You paralyzed Nana, and then you pushed her out of her chair and everything. Mama Blossom's like, well, you've gone mad. You leave us no choice. But it's all right. They'll make you better. That whole Love, Simon thing went great. Gangbusters. Everybody loved it. This week, we're going to do a tie-in with Unsane... Yeah. Now that Steven Soderbergh is back at theaters, you know, it was all shot on an iPhone. It's amazing. You should go see on scene. Except there wasn't actually that, but yes. <laughs> yes, that's what we're going for here. So at the lodges, Hiram's going off about how every hour that passes that Jughead is out there is bad for business. See, now he should be worried about Jughead. This matters. Yes. Maybe uh, if he wasn't trying to send Archie to corral Jughead, Jughead would have just stayed solo, yeah. and he wouldn't have escalated. Ever think of that? Yeah. Light touch, Hiram. Learn from your wife. Or So they have this conversation about, like, well, Sheriff Keller and the cops can't, like, remove him because that'd be bad publicity. That wouldn't look good. But you, you, my minion. Mm-hmm. If it's you just... could go with a bunch of ruffians. If it's just teen-on-teen action, the optics are are a bit softer. I don't know. That seems really fucking messed up. Yeah, his plan doesn't suggest that it's just a disagreement between different high school kids. It looks like the the wrestling team has become militarized, and that's not great. No. It's not great. First, Archie's like, well, I can't. He's like, well, you made an oath. You break it. There's consequences. You have to be loyal to this family. They have well, okay, yet fine. another loyalty talk, but at least the lights are on this time. But you have to be loyal to me, and that's when Archie says that uh, Hiram must release his father from all connections, business stuff, mm-hmm. and that he will do it. A hint of a spine. We Now that we hit rock bottom, maybe we're getting the rebound. Maybe we'll like Archie again soon. Uh, no, we're not, because we go to the protest uh, to save the school, and Sheriff Keller is there. Along with a whole lot of other people, like, supporting the protest. Yeah, there's chants, there's signs. And everyone's chained up again. Mm-hmm. And then Archie comes with wire cutters and the football team. In the, their, in their the wrestling ri- team. Wrestling team. In their, like, Riverdale sweat suits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
almost the whole wrestling team. I did appreciate a conspicuous shot of Kevin as a bystander not joining in because Kevin okay, good. ain't no snitch. Because there was one point where I thought it was Kevin up there, but then I was like, I don't think I don't think that was him. He was filming but... on his phone. Oh, good. <laughs> Kevin would not take part in that shit. Kevin's uh, a good boy. You know, Archie's leading them up there, and FP's just like, if you if you do anything, I'm gonna knock you down. Which Jughead's like, don't do it, you'll get arrested, Dad. But I mm-hmm. love that FP's like, I am gonna fucking sock you, Archie. Yeah, you're a little turd. <laughs> like, what are you like, twenty <laughs> five? No guilt. Let's go. Archie and, and Jughead have this like little standoff, and Archie gives like a half hearted sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I have to do this and be a little bitch to hire him Mm -hmm. but the crowd's already there uh no matter what happens jughead feels like he has won in this situation yeah he's like people know what we're doing now and you know we won't go away so you 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 can cut us down Mm -hmm. and we'll let them see it happen the bolt cutters come out all the serpents are led away without putting up a fight but the crowd is not having it they're screaming and jeering Mm mm-hmm I thought Archie was about to be torn to pieces by a bunch of, like, soccer moms. Yeah. At the trailer, Betty's there with Jughead, and he, he asks her, like, oh, do, you, do you think it made a difference? And she's like, yes, of course. And he's like, well, you lost Southside High, but I don't want to lose Riverdale High, so I'm going to run for student body president, and I want you to be my co-president. Not a job, Jughead. That is not a title. He's created a new one. It's like, <laughs> we're going to do this together. Uh, Not a vice, co-president. I promise you that my first act as student body president will be to create the office of co-president? Yeah. Uh, Uh, And so she agrees immediately. Well, he's like, well, I know you and Veronica. And she's like, no. No, there's there's no no. me and Veronica. But she does have a condition. Uh, She asks to stay there at the trailer because she cannot live under the same roof as Chick. And he agrees. He keeps going through his shit trying to find weird wigs. This is another thing called. I said Betty was going to be moving out, mm-hmm. and it was either going to be Hal or with Jughead. I think this is this is half a win because I really wanted her to move in with Hal. I wanted that too, but Hal's been like an ass, mm-hmm. so he probably lives in Greendale. She can't uh, do the commute. Yeah, the quantum commute. Mary and Fred are all like, yay, Hiram is letting uh, him out of his contract. And And Mary's like... the best news is... Well, she's like, I'm going to stick around because Fred's got some plans. And his plan is to run for mayor. That's right. Without the the entanglements, uh, with with being a a clean cut from the lounges, he has the freedom and the, like, moral high ground to to use them buttons. Yeah. I guess the last tie is those buttons. He might be getting new buttons. So then uh, Tony shows up to the Blossoms looking for Cheryl. And Mama Blossom's like, oh, she's gone. Cheryl's in boarding school in Switzerland. Never come here again. Bye-bye. Yeah, so Tony's like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> and then we see Cheryl in a really, really fucking creepy I'm pretty psych sure ward. it's the Sisters of Quiet Mercy again. They're sisters of some description, and yep. we've only met the one. I think it's the same. Uh, Cheryl's in pigtails, I crying they, in like a padded room. I think Penelope put the pigtails in her just to sort of sell the idea that she needs to be institutionalized. Because no sane person would do that. They're bad. They're bad pigtails. I wonder if it's like 
the uniform there because it makes you look more like a child <laughs> it's very infantilizing which is one of the creepy elements of this yeah. closing scene so the lady comes in and she's like don't worry nothing to be afraid of sister whatever her name is is uh going to take care of you and we're gonna get rid of those naughty demons making you think unnatural thoughts and then she pulls out a giant needle and she's like but the real work starts tomorrow the conversion begins I am. Uh, I am again shocked that they are actually naming conversion therapy, but I'm pretty sure you can't ha- have any sort of license for treatment and believe in demons. I think I think there's something about that in the state of New York. Yeah, I would hope. It's amazing some of the stuff that's still allowed out there, <laughs> like conversion therapy at all, yep. of any description. Yep. Can I like secretly like? I don't know, hope that they really do just think she's, like, a demon? (laughs) Like, they they think Uh, that she, like, turns into a werewolf at night and they need to, like, convert her into a fairy? She's actual, like, Linda Blair exorcist. Yeah. Yeah. Your mother sells clocks with bells, yes. Yeah. I only saw that movie on on NBC in primetime. This is one of those things where I'm like, they're going there. They're going they're going is, past there. They're taking the name of the real creepy thing, and they're doing this whole extra business. Yes. Goodness. <laughs> and that's our episode. That's the episode. That's our last image. We called so many things. So many things are just how we said, and so many things are close. Yeah. Close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're just going to have to call the, the prediction section spoilers at this point. Right? Right. Because we're just too good at this. Right? Yeah. So, darling, what'd you think? I don't like Archie at all. Archie's the worst. Archie made this one unpleasant to watch. Like, I mean, Alice has been the worst so many times, but I've always loved to see her be the worst. This is something else entirely. This, like, I cannot stand to look at Archie. Yeah. I despise him right now. (laughs) And I don't know how he can come back from this. He's got to do something huge and i don't know how his friends can forgive him like i how could drug had ever forgive him right whatever they do when it's finally time to like reconcile this has to be big Mm -hmm. i can imagine that the idea was like archie is swimming down through hell in order to pull veronica out Mm -hmm. but he swam too far they delved too deep Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just not working at this point yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there there is that glimmer. There was a bit of pushback. Yeah. Is that the first step? Is that the foothold from which we will climb? I hope so. Yeah. And, yeah, it better be something superlative that, that they're building toward, because right now it is rough. He's betraying his own family, not to mention yeah. all of his friends. And, like... He's not even helping Veronica. No, I feel like she doesn't even like half the shit. Yeah. She doesn't even like support this stuff. And he's like all like, yes. Mm-hmm. I want her to like slap some sense into him. Yes. I want. Maybe I that's want the twist. Her, she has to save him. I want her to like walk out on her family. Yes. And, and be and like, are you coming with me or not? And type that's, thing. that's Archie's wake up call. And then he does something like. He wakes up, but then he needs to like do something to tear the Lodge's business apart right, before he right. leaves. I think for it to work, he needs to not tear them apart, but build an alternative. He needs to put something else in its place. 
Yes. It, it can't be the catharsis of uh, Cheryl burning down the mansion. Yeah. It, it has to be uh, a new tomorrow, a brighter dawn for Riverdale. Mm-hmm. And maybe his dad's campaign will give him an avenue for that. Maybe bringing Southside High back and better than ever will have an element of that. Mm-hmm. But I, it, he, he has to build, not just tear down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't stand him right now at all. <laughs> and like, we've always like, talked about how like oh Archie's a terrible character but part of that's also like I've never thought Archie was as bad a character as he is now I thought he was a bad person yeah but that's very different from being a bad character it's it's, again I'll I'll refer to Alice Cooper yeah like the character is like a terrible person who makes stupid decisions and Mm -hmm. is self-focused and whatnot but now it's just like but that aside there was other such other good things in this like moments in this episode Mm -hmm. stuff with ethel standing up and and the the ethel josie so good that team up so good i want to vote for them sorry jug i'm voting for them the the spite Mm -hmm. they have against which i actually would not be surprised if like that next episode they're announcing their candidacy too Mm -hmm. let's make it like them jughead betty and then like veronica on her own and reggie on his own like (laughs) veronica and reggie then have to team up and be terrible together (laughs) and then they start to date (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) we get that they get smoochies oh that scene with Jughead and FP is just so oh, good. Every time they're together, it's it's the opposite of uh, Fred and Hiram, and that I I could never ever see them overdoing that father son relationship. Yeah, when they're at each other's throats, I love it. When they're pals and mutually supportive, I love it. Mm-hmm. Everything. There's such a good dynamic there, and they write those scenes so well. I loved having Mary back. Oh, yeah. I I wasn't, like, super into her character in previous episodes, but every time she shows up, I like her more and more and more. I enjoyed her quite a bit as a counterpart to all the other moms that live in Riverdale. Yes! So as as the little bits of her, though, have progressed, though, I have very much enjoyed her. Yeah, I mean, now that we're seeing... The mothering she tried to do back when she was trying to get Archie to to move to Chicago. Yes. Like, Archie's going to be in good hands no matter who he lives with. And if it's a few thousand miles from the lodges, all the better. Yeah. But I feel like even when there were those ones that were, like, right next to each other each little bit, Mm -hmm. I started liking her more and more. (laughs) Well, let's hope she stays around forever. And then it'll be the Molly Ringwald show (laughs) featuring Jughead. Yeah. So, speaking of our impeccable, unassailable, bulletproof prediction record, uh-huh. what do you think we're going to see in the future? The future! Uh... I think we're going to hear some wedding bells, some undivorcing. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they're going to go through with it, because part of the problem is, like, paying for Molly Ringwald. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. But I think they're going to move toward that direction, and then at the last minute, it's going to be called off. Yeah. Something's going to come up to make these differences re-unreconcilable. Yeah. Yes. But they're going to get close. They're going to get close to to reigniting this this Andrews marriage. Okay. This is a long-off prediction. Okay. Season three, we finally get Jellybean. Yeah. And Mom. They they just keep mentioning her too much. They are. They've been mentioning them a lot. 
Yeah. And I feel like we are leading up to them very shortly announcing who's been cast or something. <laughs> um, no surprise. Because there has been, like, a big push with FP mentioning about, like, getting the family back together. Yeah. So I feel I that's, like, a long-term prediction. Not going to happen this season because they haven't announced anyone. <laughs> and I feel like they would have done that if... Or, because or they're they've go- wrapped filming. They just finished the last episode of season two today. Yeah. Though it could be a big surprise for the last Ooh. episode of the season. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, long term. So, so Jelly Bean's going to be this year's hot dog. Hot dog. Just a, a Where big is surprise hot dog? in the last two minutes. What <laughs> hot dog? <laughs> I, I think I kind of want to go with the Josie Ethel team up to become uh, another running candidate thing. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think. Jughead is going to uh, have to prove he's a valid candidate. Somebody, probably uh, uh, Reggie or somebody feeding Reggie, is going to dig up some like statute that you have to have been a student of Riverdale High for a certain number of months. And it'll be like, mm, counting the time you were in Southside High, you don't qualify or something like that to make to disqualify him. Because if you have those two existing choices, who wouldn't vote for Jughead? they they got to do something to make it hard on them. Tony is going to be Cheryl's white knight. Mm-hmm. Shank Mama Blossom to find out where she is and do you save her. Tony Betty team up because Betty has experience springing somebody from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Yeah. Maybe she comes to Betty first to help figure out where she is. Nancy Drew of 2018, but they they definitely are together for the springing. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Jughead was also involved. He's been inside those walls. I feel like it could be like a Yeah, but they've already established and explored a Tony-Jughead relationship. I want her to build something with Betty, aside from that sort of half jealousy for an episode and a half or whatever it was. I don't know if this is a prediction because it seems way too obvious, but like Fred's going to get dragged through the mud. The divorce is going to come out. His DUI is going to come back out. All these things we already know. But do we think there are hidden skeletons that that the lodges may free from some closets? There will be probably one. Yeah. There'll be one. What's his big, scary past sin that he must contend with? Veronica is his child. (laughs) <laughs> we learn because we see a scene of veronica like dying her jet black hair uh-huh because she has red roots uh-huh <laughs> yeah 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 even though archie gets that from his mom but never mind Shh, it's okay don't worry about it <laughs> and archie never noticed i guess she dies a lot of things oh my alice is going to uh storm into the trailer to try to drag betty home yeah and be confronted with fb Season three, Archie uh, begins working with uh, someone who he thinks is a secret agent, because we know this ploy works on him, Mm -hmm. but he is actively smuggling nuclear secrets to terrorist organizations. Yeah. Yes. And he gets really, really upset if you think that might be a bad idea. (laughs) Really upset. Really, really upset, yeah. Uh, Archie's also told that uh, you're supposed to step on baby sea turtles because it helps him get to the ocean better. (laughs) (laughs) And he doesn't understand why that's a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Archie tries to solve the energy crisis by dumping crude oil into Sweetwater River. I agree with these things. 
So let's talk about what we know is going to happen as if we didn't have a 1,000 batting average. Come uh-huh. on. Next week's episode is titled The Noose Titans. Now, as far as I know, there is no film by the name The Noose Titans. Oh. Uh, which is an, another unusual one. There's an episode of the show Big Love. Uh, there's a song from a band called Necrovorus. It is very bad, according <laughs> to my taste. Yeah. Uh, it's also the title of a 2017 opinion column about uh, uh, the grand jury investigating the president. Huh. It's just a, a phrase, I guess. It's just a common phrase. Yeah. Not, not a phrase so common you would expect there to be a movie. Maybe I've just missed it. So, this trailer. Another vague one. Uh, Tony saying she doesn't believe what happened to Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Alice telling FP they found it. And him saying, act normal. That's over a shot of the the shady man's car being dredged out of the river. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, Jughead breaks down a door. I don't know to what house. (laughs) Uh, Nana Blossom is like crawling on the floor. Unkillable. Fuck you. Because she's already dead. Uh, And Alice on the phone saying, don't come home. (gasps) I mean, that's definitely to Betty because they found the car, right? Yeah. Like, Like, come on. Cops are here. Don't come home. Yeah. Yeah. But what if it's to Chick? What if it's to Hal? Because he's the real killer. What if? <laughs> Ooh, okay. So what if? I got a prediction based off this. Okay. What if? Retroactive. Okay. So Tony's like, I don't believe this is happening. We have to save Cheryl. Okay? Yeah. So, like, she's working on that, but she gets this theory about what's going on. Like, I don't trust stuff. What if it's... I don't... I didn't notice what color the door was at the Blossom place, but what if it's Jughead and people busting down the door to go save Nana? <gasps> Because they figured stuff out. And so they like split up and team up and he goes and saves Nana for Cheryl while other people are saving Cheryl. What if That'd be so good? What if Jughead and Nana are like tight? Yeah. Yeah, I would love that. Because they met They did. Nana's first scene was her meeting Jughead. Yeah. And thinking Betty was Polly. Yeah. That's that's my prediction based off that trailer. Yeah. Of why there's a door being busted down and I hope that. Any action I don't know scenes who has a blue door, show? though. Not Archie. Archie has a bright red door. Okay. So that's that's one ruled out. Yeah, I don't know. But any action scenes in the show are so good. Yeah. St. Clair getting the shit kicked out of him. Great. Mm-hmm. The, the river punching, obviously brilliant. Mm-hmm. Jughead getting grabbed by the ghoulies. Yeah. 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 So good. That's that's my initial thought on that. that all right. All right. 22nd trailer we saw. Only once, about (laughs) an hour and a half ago. We're committed, folks. Yeah. We're doing the work. So that's going to be coming at you in one week's time. But then there's another gap Mm -hmm. before we get to A Night to Remember, the the much-anticipated musical episode. Yes. I'm so excited. So we're going to be filling that with a couple things. We're going to bring you the all-segment bonus episode that we uh, didn't quite squeeze in during the last break. Mm -hmm. You're going to be getting a C2E2 recap in the meantime. Mm -hmm. And hey, Archie is exhibiting at that convention for the first time. They're having a booth. Yeah. Every year they've had a number of writers or artists that have done mainline Archie or at least guest work. But this year they have a booth. So I'm very excited for that. Yes. So, those are some great things to look forward to, and I hope you enjoyed uh, listening to all things so far. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I plugged it last week, so I'm going to do it now. My uh, uh, guest spot on Roll20 Presents, playing Breakfast Cult, 
uh, is still going. We, we just played our second game uh, this past week, and we'll be finishing up a week from Tuesday. That's the current schedule. I'll keep you updated. But we, we've got Messy Teens, we got uh, Murder in the Basement, and Everybody's an Anime. Yeah. Yeah. Great things. <laughs> well, the anime might have killed somebody, so oh. it's hit or miss. But yeah. We like to cover both sides of, of the debate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you can check that out. Uh, we'll be linking to it again. And a great way to find those links is to follow us on Twitter, at sex underscore Archie. Mm-hmm. And while you're online, why don't you give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on wherever else you found us. Any platform where you can tell the fine folks where to find some fine finds. You know what another platform is to do that? What's that? Real life. What? You can just, like, tell people you know. You can chain yourself to, to your local city's infrastructure. And just yell about sex, Archie, to everyone that passes. Demand that you will not be moved until everyone has downloaded one of our episodes. Of their choice. I'm not unreasonable. Word of mouth is the most powerful tool there is to to help us grow and flourish. And we love hearing from uh, people who who just found us, either because they've been watching Riverdale or because they would rather not but are curious anyway, Uh, or or any of a a number of reasons. We serve a lot of audiences, I believe. We do. Yeah. So with that, I'm Elena. I'm Grant. And from us here at Sex Archie. As Alice says. Sugar. Ah, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, hold on. Sugar. Aw, honey, honey. You are my candy girl. And you got me rocking you. Break it down, come on. And And you got me. And you got me. And you got me. Break it down, won't you please?